Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to Rise of Salai, a ELH campaign of Avatar Legends using the rules by Magpie Entertainment. Or is it Magpie Productions? It's Magpie all around. Uh, my name is ELH, the Game Master, and I am joined by three lovely individuals who will meet right away so we can get into play as soon as possible. So yeah, uh, if each of you could just rattle off your name, who you're playing, and anything you want to shout out, if possible, starting with Matthew. Hello everyone, my name is Matthew. Um, I have no socials to plug, I have no products to sell, I'm a very, very dull boy. But I do play Avatar Salai in this particular game, who is on her journey to master the four elements. She already can bend fire and earth, but uh, today particularly we're going to be seeing her try, emphasis on try, to learn how to airbend. Very nice. Techno. Hi everyone, I'm Techno. Uh, you can find me on a few of the socials, most notably Blue Sky and Tumblr. Usually I'm uh, under Techno Nerd. Um, I'm playing uh, Lin Zhao, who is a firebender. Um, struggling a little bit with uh, some, some upbringing issues, uh, but hopefully making some inroads on that. Love it. And last but not least, Bean. Hello, I'm Bean Goblin. Uh, and in this month, I'm just barely coasting along. So if you do find me, congratulations. You're playing. Oh, yes. I'm playing uh, Tori Michi, who may or may not be teaching airbending today. I don't know. Perhaps on the, perhaps on the cards. Tempting it at any rate, huh? Mm, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Now, normally I would start with the air, water, fire, you know, the whole nine yards. But I think I'm just going to start with the recap for today's session. So where we last left off with this adventuring group is they had confronted a group, an advanced camp of Warlord Izan's bandits. And a bit of information came out about that, where not only was Warlord Izan keeping family members to keep captured villagers in check, kind of press ganging them into service underneath of him, um, but apparently the pink sick rocks, or the pink death rocks, I, I forget which one we, we went with, um, where the pink death rocks, the only way to cure the uh, toxin or the venom or the poison, whatever the appropriate word is, the only way is to use spiritual oasis water or water that has been touched by a spirit. So my notes say that you had basically told the advanced camp and those within it to go to Lu Ven Village, the nearest spiritual oasis, uh, to get more water to cure those affected by the Pink Death Rocks, while the group was headed toward Tin City, or war where Warlord Izan was based out of. And where we're going to start today's session is you all are currently on the way to Tin City. It's about a three to five day journey. Uh, you're only about a half a day's into it at this point. And to sort of set the scene around you is you have sort of these rolling hills of black and brown. There's not a lot, a whole lot that grows out here. And what does grow is very short grass or very short flowers or sort of these rocky buds. Um, the scent is you're still getting that sea breeze uh, coming off the coast. So there's a little bit of salt in the air. Um, but what you're also smelling is kind of fresh earth after like a, a, a recent rain. Um, so a lot of fresh earth, a lot of sea air. And as far as you're able to tell, um, these sort of rolling hills just kind of stretch on almost endlessly. Um, or at least it feels that way after about a half days of, of walking. Um, but that's where I'm going to put you all in. 
and I will interject as needed. So, Elijah, with mm-hmm. us walking up, we left the cart and the eelhound behind, or are they just... Uh... No, they're still with you, unless you wanted oh. to leave them behind. Okay, okay, sorry. I, I heard walking, so I thought we were left behind for some reason. So anyway, um, at the moment, uh, Torimichi is doing a... propelling her cart as normal, using airbending and doing uh, and the like, but is doing it in a very more slow manner, as she's doing more of like a Tai Chi movement to like push the air, while practicing martial arts with the Tai Chi while pushing the air and getting in practice time so she's not even focusing on anything besides the road and her movements at the moment and I think that uh, Salai is mounted atop Akemi, her uh, eelhound, but they're moving at a rather slow pace and occasionally something breaks through this almost like taciturn iron focus of Salai who is staring down at Torimichi watching all those intricate movements of her slow tai chi if you will um occasionally she glances back as if she sort of starts and realizes something looking back at the the faint pinkish remnants of the burn scar that is on the uh, the hind leg of uh, akemi where she was injured during the last battle and uh, lynn is going to be um sat uh, sort of cross-legged on the back of the cart uh, just sort of out of the way of um, of everyone, really. Um, seemingly quite reluctant to have, uh, you know, put herself on the back of the, the eel hound. Um, she is going to have a sort of uh, a piece of parchment in her hand and a small stick of uh, some... Um, Charcoal? Thank you, that's the word. <laughs> uh, yeah, some charcoal that she's picked up from the side of the road. She'd be doing her best to sort of do some sort of impressionist-looking um, landscape view of what she sees around her. So it's it's sort of similar to, but not exactly accurate to. It's, it's just a rendition of. Um, and she's mostly sort of focused in on that. think that in all likelihood that kind of awkward silence is something that defines the three characters <laughs> and I don't want to speak for anyone but I, I think we're all kind of lost in our own ruminations on what has happened certainly um, Salai is as she keeps on going back to that moment where because of her brashness because of her failure um, her best friend her only friend from childhood Akemi was injured um, and there's this growing sense, I suppose, of that tension as you see that she's stewing within herself like a volcano that's readying to erupt. It's a seemingly placid surface of rock and stone, but uh, you can almost feel the air heating up around her. So without even looking at you, Torimichi's still mainly focusing on their hands and just occasionally looking at like how you would sail a ship, you look forward every so often just in case you're about to hit something but without even breaking that sort of concentration, she'll go if you linger in the past, you'll stay there That seems to be definitional, she calls out without any real emotion Then if it's a definite thing, why do you stay there? 
Oh, I'm just saying that if you linger anywhere, you are by definition staying there. Yes. So then you need to move forward. She looks down at the ground that's passing relatively quickly, considering that this is still an eelhound under her. Under her, We are moving forward. <sighs> I can feel the tension from you building up from here. It's literally gotten a few degrees hotter just by staying near you. That, that might also be me, says Lynn, as she sets fire to the parchment in frustration. That just wasn't coming out right. I, I, mm, I can't get the... She takes, out another roll of, she roll, takes out another roll of parchment and starts sketching on that. Both of you need something to relieve tension. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> At least one I, of you is trying. I've always found that meditation helps. Then maybe we need to meditate for a bit. That's what I've been doing. Have you? Because meditation so, requires your, your mind to be blank, and I don't think it is. And well, her, her lips sort of don't quite quirk, but there's this wavering of her mouth, not in a smile, but it's almost like she's uncertain as to what expression she's to make. I've been meditating on failure, its implications, and what leads to it. Have you thought of how to improve yourself so that you don't fail? I'm coming up empty. Okay. Well, then we need to do something to jog uh, to, to completely uh, completely different. Then. Did you have something in mind? I stop my car and then I just look blankly at one of the trees. Super important. Being was that a very quick stop or a very gentle stop? Yes, gentle stop. Okay. In that case, like I don't turn on the brakes. I stop powering my uh, my my craft, and it just rolls to a stop. And I'm just mm. blankly looking at uh, leaves rustling in the wind. Great. Okay. My my sketching continues unabated then. And uh, Salai just sort of like pulls up on the <clears> reins ever so slightly, and uh, Akemi slows to a stop next to the cart. That way, I point off the road down the meadow in the fields looks like to be some sort of uh, country path and she just sort of stares down that path blinking I then gather my travel supplies push my cart just off the road uh, click the locks on and then I just start walking down that road with a quick pat to uh, Akemi's neck um, Salai will just sort of like acrobatically slide off of the uh, uh, the saddle and make a slightly circuitous route towards the pathway intending to follow, but she's going to stop by Lynn for just a moment. Are you um, coming with us? Uh, <clears throat> do you want me to? It, it, like, do, do you want me to? Come on, okay. adventurer waits. We're not going to get there unless we can carry on going. Come on, everyone, let's go. But we were going. We seem to have stopped. I briskly start whistling a tune and a lot more upbeat and a lot more jovial okay, than I've she... been since the time I just walked down the path. But she realizes, right, we were on our way to adventure and she's now taking us on a detour to meditate? I think the point was there's unknown adventure and there's known adventure and she doesn't want known adventure. Right. 
Okay. I I am struggling to keep up with her. It's it's a wind thing, I think. Spontaneity and unpredictability. Well, that was supposed to be us, but sure. Mm. Okay. I, I guess, you know. Fine. Okay. And she throws down her charcoal and her parchment. I'm I'll come with. Let's no. let's go and let's go and find some unknown adventure. I, I think it's just that we <laughs> shift with the wind or the wind, you know, shifts itself. I mean, there's all kinds of implications about wildfire there, but I'm not going to make them. Um, sure. Okay. And she picks up her spear and she sort of thumps down from the cart um, quite ungracefully compared to how she normally moves. Um, and she looks expectantly at, uh, at Salai. She starts walking off, and then with her back turned towards Lynn, she just kind of like calls back, uh, are you all right? And Lynn starts following, sort of falls into step, just slightly behind her. Um, no, I, I can't, I can't get landscapes right. I don't know if it's the charcoal, maybe. Like, it's, it's a new medium. I, I'm trying different things, and I don't know, it, it just makes my hands black, and then I just smudge the parchment and I don't it's annoying it's frustrating and you can see that like from the camera angle looking at Salai's face as she looks away from Lynn uh, her eyes are like darting back and forth as if she's kind of terrified and uncertain and she just kind of calls back without looking back um, I've always been impressed by other people's artistic talents I have None of my own. Well, that would appear to make two of us then, because I'm in exactly the same boat. I disagree. I thought that your art, whatever I've seen, was interesting. Interesting is the term I've heard used a lot, yes. But thank you. I, I, I appreciate the compliment. There's a, there is a very clear questioning tone in that. <laughs> I think that you have a better appreciation for people than landscapes, and that's fine. Different artists have different skills, just as different vendors have different abilities. It's, it's about finding what you're good at. Yeah. And she sounds very sort of wistful and downcast at that but I'm 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 really okay where did Tori Michi go <laughs> I'm like halfway down this path towards what looks like the forest and rolling hills and that sort of thing nestled between farmlands she's really or, spry you know, for overgrown, someone so small overgrown farmlands because you know these are places haven't been tended to for a while at this time, uh, Salai does actually turn back and arches a brow. Well, we are dallying. Very true. Do you think we could dally more? Because it is fun to wind her up. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is, actually. She makes it so easy. And I think Lynn cracks her own small smile at the fact that uh, Salai broke broke a little bit there and uh, and chuckled. 
Uh, well, I mean, we could just stop and see what she does. That would be cruel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Salai is just going to sort of like fall into a lotus position on the side of the road or on the side of the path and uh, sort of like put her fists together in that traditional sort of meditative posture of the, the Fire Nation. Uh, and I think Lynn is just going to sort of just move off to the side of the little path they're following and just, just start looking at whatever happens to be at the side of the road. In this case, she, she bends down basically and she's looking at one of those small buds that was mentioned just sort of growing out of the earth. Just sort of leaning on her spear and just, just sort of staring at it. So at a certain point, Torimichi will look up at the sky, look at the air, look at the, uh, the, the field, turn around and notice that you have literally gone more, no more than five feet <laughs> from, from, from your starting position. And we'll grab one of those classic sort of like long grass reed things, put it in her mouth, and then just jump into a tree and like sort of like get myself comfy and sit in the tree with the, the thing nestled between it and just look it side to side. So after a few minutes, Salai cracks an eye open and looks down towards that sort of depression where uh, uh, Torimichi is sitting in a tree and then leans over towards Lin and whispers, I think she's trying to wait us out now. Well, as long as she's not playing one of those instruments of hers, uh, I'm fine. I hope she didn't hear that. That's, mm -hmm. that's going to carry on the wind. She might pick that up because then she's going to start singing or playing or something. I switch over to the flute, and I'm going to make an important role. Am I actually good at the flute? Have they just been tormenting me? You know what? This is, this is a very good question. Uh, I guess this is technically a rely on your skills and training, so roll with focus. All right. Go. Dice roll. Okay, you apparently are really good at it. I stop. I just start playing a pleasant, harmonious melody, which uh, you would usually um, find that's played in camps and other such things when traveling along the road after walking for a long distance. Oh, burn it. I was really hoping she'd be bad at it, but I don't like foreign music, but this is actually kind of nice. Damn it. It. It almost harmonizes with the bird song. There's bird song? Oh, right. Um, that's what that is. Um, okay. Uh, you know, as, as music... <laughs> you now, as music to sit to goes, this isn't too bad. I'm being cruel. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Let's let's go do her her whatever it is that she wants to do. I appreciated the break, though. It was, I, I think that was valuable in itself. Then that is how we will justify it. And she stands herself up, dusts herself off a little bit, even though her. You know, her traveling robes are reasonably immaculate. 
and uh, she again just sort of turns, spear in hand, and just sort of looks at uh, looks at Salai. And uh, Salai will rise as well. She doesn't bother dusting herself off, so there's a there are a few sort of stains from the earth and the dirt on the lower parts of her her robe, but uh, she just continues on down the path. So when they're about three quarters of the way there, I jump down, pick up a hefty stick, big beaming smell at them, and I dart into forest faster than they can run, hitting trees along the way and giggling to myself. And I'm going to use one of my techniques, which is... Uh, a surprising entrance when you try to disappear or reappear. Uh, I can use use um, focus instead of uh, creativity. I basically plan to disappear into the forest, but leaving them a trail to find me. Interesting. Let me see. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll focus. This is why I roll a, roll a fail. Oh, hit. Okay. Well, in I fact, mean, you still probably... got a hit, so on a trick, uh, you get to pick one here. Uh, mm -hmm. They can either, all of them will stumble, and you get to take a plus one forward against Salai and Lin. Uh, they could act foolishly, and that might apply here, or they're going to really overcommit to your bit. I like the last one. Okay. So what overcommitting to the bit looks like, I leave to you all discretion, but uh, yeah, you are going to overcommit to this. Basically, I just seem to be luring them deeper into the forest. <laughs> Salai cocks her head. Did she just abandon us? If she was abandoning us, I think she'd be less annoying about it. I Do you know her at all? Fair. And Lynn nods. Um, but I think this is an invitation to follow her. She could have just said that. I don't think that... Do you know her at all? That's fair. <clears throat> Very well. Uh, so if we're following her. Uh, did you have another plan? No. Short of burning down the forest, but I feel like that's... <laughs> no, not overcommit like that. Don't overcommit like that. Stop, stop. It might be more efficient. And yeah. this does tie into the lesson that she's trying to teach us about the interplay between fire and wind, I assume, that <laughs> the wind carries the fire forward. And trees do always stay still. Oh, no. They are, in fact, rooted in the present. Yes. So Stuck. Uh, yes. Everything ties together, then. Like so the intricate we, system of roots. And if we set fire to it, it encourages new growth. Which is, you know, helping... To move things forward. Yes, no, I think I think I see what she was saying. <laughs> maybe the maybe the, the 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 trees that she's hitting are the ones that she wants us to set fire to. I mean that's a good as explanation as any. <laughs> I can't interfere in the forest. <laughs> well, Perhaps changes, you should start uh... with the Go ahead. If it changes your plan of random arson any, um, as you start to get to the the uh, parapet, par is parapet the word I want? Perimeter is the word I want. The perimeter of this thicket, 
um, what you realize is that, again, from the outside, it just kind of looks like dead trees or like kind of just very dark woods with barely any greenery on it. But if you look further into the forest, it actually becomes a vibrant display of colors where after maybe about five or ten steps, the trees start to be not just greens, but blues and purples and maybe even a little bit of oranges and reds. Um, there's wildlife here. There are uh, squirrel owls flying between the trees, collecting nuts and little things. Um, there are little lemur turtles that are kind of scuttling around the ground, you know, just kind of chewing on the little bits of undergrowth. And in general, if you didn't know any better, you might have entered somewhere within the Earth Kingdom or maybe even around some of the uh, polar regions, the amount of life and color that's on display here. Because again, the Fire Nation or the Fire, Fire Islands in general, very dour place, at, at least in this period of time. So seeing this amount of color is like seeing the Earth claiming a bit of life within this otherwise kind of dour land, if that makes any sense. And Salai just seems almost slightly enraptured with this explosion of color um, and sort of verdant life. She's going to stare at it for a moment and then turn to Lynn. Have you ever seen anything like this in the Fire Nation? And I think likewise, Lynn is just sort of enraptured by what she's looking at. It's like, no. Um, no. It, it's I think the word is beautiful Very but it's not so. it, it's not really a, a word that I've attributed to like this sort of I've never seen this no while they're like awestruck and stuff from the deepest part of the forest this goes you guys are never gonna get there if you could dawdle like you are you normally have so much get up and go as I will knock a few more trees going into the distance into the forest even more. I guess I mean, slowly she, she can't want us in. to burn this though, right? No, no. Uh, at least this explains where the bird song was coming from. Uh, true. Yeah. Should have realized that was strange. This entire place is strange. I, these colors aren't natural. GM, could I make uh, perhaps a uh, an observation roll to see if I think <clears throat> this is actually natural, or is there some sort of like spiritual influence here that's allowing this to exist? I was waiting for you to figure it out. Yeah, uh, if you could go ahead and give me an assess the situation, rolling with creativity, I'll even give you a plus one on this. Bonus of plus one. Full hit. So you get to ask me two questions. Nice. And it doesn't okay. have to be from the list. It can just be any two questions you want. I'm going to say basically both who or what is the greatest danger and is there any danger that I can discern here? Basically like that, is there danger here? So to answer both those questions in one shot or at least an attempt to, this isn't a spiritual oasis, but this is a place touched by the spirits where probably at some point a 
the cultivation spirit or some form of tree spirit might have come through here, whether briefly or otherwise, and sort of set the seed for this, you know, wondrous display of color. Um, but you're not sure if they're still here. I mean, it would explain why the trees seem to be getting thicker and thicker and the colors seem to be growing more vibrant. But if that's the case, then there's an actual spirit here um, that you might have to contend with at some point. But it's not like a hostile thing where you're like, oh, I gotta watch out for the spirit. It's just that there might be a spirit here you have to be aware of, if that makes sense. This is not a natural place. It's the product of Avergence between the spiritual world and ours, or the actions of a spirit that's crossed over in our world. Oh, okay. Um, I guess that's kind of a bit disappointing, but okay, that's good to know. Why is uh, it disappointing? I, I maybe because I just sort of hoped this was just here, you know, not like because of something. I, I kind of just hoped it was here. I don't think anything is just here. Everything is here for... A, well, at least it has a cause, if not a purpose. And those could be the same thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I, I, I just hope there were more places like this in the Fire Nation that I just... or Firelands that I just didn't know about, rather than because a spirit did it. Does that make sense? Maybe that doesn't make sense. If the spirit continues on, there could be more places like this. Well, I mean, I hope so, then, in that case. Um, we should probably catch up with Tori, because I, I wouldn't I want was, her to anger the spirit. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know what would definitely stop all of this from happening more? Is if Tori Michi met the spirit, yeah. I mean, she can oh. be quite aggravating. So <laughs> and I think Salai is actually just going to bolt into the forest as quickly as she can. So <clears throat> every so often you'll hear like a little ch a chime noise as you will start to see ribbons tied from tree branches with wind chimes on them as, you know, the wind is nicely blowing them together and it seems to be leading you to whatever direction that Torimichi seems to be leading you. So even though she is not invisible view, you can start to see things like ribbons and bells just tied to random places, marks on trees with a little bit of paint, that sort of thing. Nothing overt or like in any way damaging to the forest, but just enough to give you a direction. Uh, following along uh, behind Salai, uh, noticing all of this as she goes, I, I feel like Lynn has goes. She she definitely. Where, where did she get these? She wasn't carrying them, was she? I I find it best not to ask questions like that of her. I feel like we have to though. Like, I did pick up a backpack before I left. Yeah, just full of wind chimes and ribbons and yeah, precisely. <laughs> My cart's filled with many magical items. <laughs> which are definitely magical and not there for <clears throat> advertisement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we might have to chat about this at some point. Um, yeah. 
can I try something? I forgive me. I don't know the rules well enough to know if I can try this. I feel like it would be some kind of relying on my skills and training kind of role. Um, what is it you're trying to do? I want to try and work out where we're being led and okay. see if I can break off from Salai mm -hmm. and head her off. Head, I mean, uh, head Torimichi off. Would that be asking me a question rather than ELH? Kinda, yeah. Um, I'm debating if we even want to do a roll for this or if we want to. You know what? Since this is Bean's game at the moment, I'm going <clears> to <throat> let Bean make the call. Do you want them to make a roll or I, do you just want to answer? I feel like, um, yeah, make a roll. Okay. And it would be something like, because like, you know how to hunt and stuff, I presume. Maybe not as a hunter, but like, You've done, well, like, scouting as a military officer sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, Lynn would definitely have, like, reconnaissance and scouting experience mm. under her belt, either for uh, just, just having been taught it or having been expected to teach other people as well. So that that's the training that I want her to be relying on, to, like, realise what the terrain is doing, um, where, all you know, sort of sense a general direction or theme in the directions that uh, that Torimichi is going and go, right, yeah. okay, that means that if I go, if they go that way, I can go this way and we can sort of meet in the middle and head them off. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll with focus. Um, <laughs> let's see if I get this right. Okay. okay. So you do have an option here. Uh, Salai, you could assist bumping them up to a seven. Uh, you would have to mark a fatigue to do it, but you could do so. I think because she's almost like breaking off from me as I'm heading off, heading down the path that's been prescribed by the wind chimes and the paint, I probably wouldn't be able to assist. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, Lynn just sort of splits off unexpectedly into the trees in a different direction and then apparently gets lost. I mean, I have a suggestion as to what might happen to you. You might actually encounter <laughs> oh, a spirit. No. That's the failure, right? That you run um, smack dab into it. But can I don't you know succeed what might with a complication in this game. <laughs> so that's the thing: is that it's it's one of those things where there's yes and or yes but, but there's not a no but really. There's a mm. no and, or am I saying that right? I think it's the other way around. There's not a no and; it's a no but. So it's kind of one of those things where you don't get any additional knowledge about what Torimichi's doing, but there is going to be a little scene for you uh, in a moment, is what I'll say. Okay. Um, as she's following that path, um, Salai is just going to, like, uh, put her fingers to her mouth for a moment and whistle for mm -hmm. Akemi to, uh, to sort of travel down the path and basically just sit down in the forest and enjoy the, the atmosphere, as opposed to just laying out on the road. Um, when you make a whistle, you'll hear a whistle noise as well. N not completely mimicking the, the whistle you make, but like sort of Marco Polo sort of thing. Right, and then occasionally as she's running down that path, she's going to you know, send out reciprocal sounds back mm -hmm. and forth. Which, can I mark a fatigue and help Techno? You because certainly can. I'm giving Techno, you know, more information on my location. Yeah, I'll let that happen. So, um, you get one question, I believe, Techno, to me, about what I'm doing. Well, it's a rely on your skills and training, so it's, they do it, they understand what you're doing, ah. but they do it imperfectly. So, I seem to be following something in nature. You're not exactly sure what, whether it's, um, you know, the trees themselves or something, but I, 
I don't have a set destination in mind, which is what's probably confusing you at first. I haven't picked a waypoint and going towards it. I'm just flowing in and out of the trees, going in random directions. You perhaps recognize it when you're hunting somebody who is just trying to break a lead rather than, you know, um, trying to get to a certain hideout or something like that. Yeah. But since what so I'm ma- doing so is... maybe maybe then yes, you're 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 acting as chaotically as always, but you're following yeah. some some natural thing which I yeah. then notice and go, ah, they're doing that, and I see something similar and jet off in my own direction doing that. So it, it seems to me like I should be following the same path mm. or a path you would take, but clearly it, it goes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now the uh, the unintended side effect, because you did roll a seven there with that, uh, that uh, little assistance, is that you are going to disturb some of the wildlife in your chase. And if you're okay with that, we that's, you know, that's where the buck stops. But if you don't want to disturb the wildlife, you will have to mark a fatigue. What do we mean by disturb, and what do we mean by wildlife? <laughs> um, so what I would mean is if you were to walk into a forest and like shout really loud or make a really loud noise or kick down a tree, burn a tree, whatever, obviously that's going to send all sorts of animals and insects and everything scuttling for cover. Um, whether or not it involves the spirit, I leave to your imagination. Okay, that, I mean, I'm kind of okay with that, I think. Um... My my concern was by by disturb it would mean walk into you know a, a platypus you know, bear's right. den or something. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to walk into a platypus bear's den? Because we can make that happen. We can totally make that happen. <laughs> you know, a tiger deer. They're they're very jumpy and very bitey. Mm-hmm. Tiger deer. <laughs> tiger deer. It would be both the the stealthiest animal and just the stupidest ever. <laughs> Um, it's hunting something and then it gets spooked so it just jumps and yeah, nine times away. out of ten it's hunting itself um, <laughs> you know what like we it. made the I joke like it. it's Let's official it. yes yep. you attract the attention of a tiger deer congrats <laughs> but the best part is that you see it and it sees you and it just goes rigid and just stares <laughs> at you <laughs> and uh, Lynn likewise just stops and is just staring at this this animal um sort of spear just sort of in her hand sort of held across her um panting slightly just slightly out of breath but not like massively so um and i think the two are just going to sort of stare at each other for a moment um lynn's kind of unsure how to resolve the situation because as she knows with with tiger deer it can go one of two ways it either attacks you or it runs off in just abject terror <laughs> flicking its tail as it goes the ultimate fight <clears throat> flight response animal <laughs> a perfect apex predator it either kills or runs away <laughs> we didn't plan any of this by the way i want to make that very clear we did not plan any of this so this is wonderful i love it um, I'm debating what I should do here. Um, I think I'm going to do a GM move here. And what I mean by that is I'm just going to tell you something happens. And what's going to happen is the tiger deer is going to start to lower its head so that the fierce antlers are now pointed more towards you. And it looks like it is going to attempt to charge and potentially pounce on you. Oh. <sighs> 
this is just a slight deflating while uh well that's down, down the happen. forest please <laughs> uh, yeah <clears throat> um Uh, I think Lynn is just going to try and position herself out of the line of charge, like behind a tree or something, but also sort of just sort of kick herself up into the low branches so that she's just able to to stay out of its reach. Okay. Uh, or would like I'd like to try that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think this is another rely on your skills and training here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it will go better than last time. Okay, you get a nine. That's better than last time. So, again, you ha you're you going to do it. You're going to get into lower branches of a tree. Uh, but there will be, again, some consequences because it's a nine. Um, what I would say is that these consequences are the tiger deer will sort of circle your tree or start doing that thing where it starts to circle the tree. Um, or if you want to mark a fatigue, it will continue past and leave you alone. I'm happy with the circling the tree. Okay. Give me something to worry about while the other two go off and do their own have, thing. Have an have an adventure. We'll return to Lin Zhao then. Yeah. yeah, we'll return to Lin Zhao. Uh, let's go back to Salai and Torimichi for a little bit then. So, Torimichi, um, where are you leading Salai, and what is it that you are following in nature? Because I'm curious. So, I'm following the wind. Mm. Every single every single thing I'm doing is just following the wind, and. I will end up in the, you know, those little islands in the middle of a river. I'm just going to end up with one of those, and I've just put up the stick, and I started tying a couple of ribbons to it, while, you know, now Salai has actually caught up to uh, to where I am, and I'm just par halfway through this river. And uh, Salai, as she sort of comes skidding to a stop on seeing Torimichi there, is going to survey the surroundings of that small island, uh, check the water very briefly to see if there's anything in there, and then look up. Just so you know, this is not a natural place. There is a spiritual force at work here. Hmm. Interesting. Can I help you with something here? I mean, you can do if you want to want to jump over like I did. And Salai then will again take a look at the water, frown slightly, and then make a leap over to the uh, the rock I if she believes she can make it. Turn around and say, "Not with fire, though." Like I said, jump over like I did. And she sort of looks down at her hands where she was about to uh, propel herself slightly with that uh, gout of flame. That seems like an excessive test. I have, haven't... You have the wind behind your back. Can you not feel it? And as if detecting it for the very first moment she almost has this little prickle along the back of her neck as the slight sheen of sweat that she's built up from the run um she notices that cold uh feeling of the breeze that cooling breeze against the sweat on her neck jump doesn't matter how high just jump then again looking at the water 
how how distant is it there, Lean? How much distance um, is there to cover? It's about fifteen foot to where I am. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay. Um, she's again you know, going to look at the water. Airbender jump acquired sort of thing, and she's just looking at you. Go jump. She's going to this sort of shuck the outer portion of her robe and mm-hmm. the pants there. Um, so she's sort of in this a tighter undergarment. Look down. Very well. <clears throat> try to focus herself. And then she'll try to make the jump. Uh, concentrating on, I don't know, Moving herself up with the wind, or moving the wind with her, or following the flow of the wind, and all those thoughts are turning through her mind at once in this confused jumble, so she's not focusing on any one of them. Uh, so I imagine that's just going to be a spectacular failure immediately. But... And unless the LH is going to have a role here, I just imagine you just jump, like to, however, however far you can naturally jump, and you jump into like at most a foot deep of width of water. I don't think that you're a very good teacher. <laughs> but you tried, which is the first step. I think that some kind of lesson is the first step. That's traditionally how it works. It is. You felt the wind for the first time. I saw it in your face. This entire time, you've been focused on your internal energy and not the energy around you. Where's Lynn? I, I left markers so that you could easily follow me this entire way. I assume that she's trying to capture the natural scenery. Maybe something attracted her attention. She uh. was quite insistent about... She sort of like makes a motion with... Oh, she's doing art. Okay, then. That makes sense. Probably, like... yes. So, may I ask you a question? Are you ever going to try an air jump again? I... Yes. It would be necessary then... as part of my attempt at mastering... No, 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 no. Not the master airbender. Are you ever going to do it again? You failed. I haven't done it once. Precisely. You've tried once. you failed once. How many times is it going to take for you to get it, get it down perfectly? Or even to get it down in an amateur fashion? And her jaw sets ever so slightly. It will <clears throat> as many times as it takes for me to master it. And that is everything in life. Protecting even the people closest to us. Every so often, we're going to fail. And just because you fail once doesn't mean that you have to linger on that failure. You have to move forward from that point. You are so focused on getting to your destination, you are not letting yourself realize anything whether it was your failure or the fact that you are so wound up tight that you are you are potentially going to break if i could submit i think this is probably going to be a almost a live up to your uh your principle because mm-hmm. you at the moment you're kind of playing upon her concerns about her almost like circumscription by her role as avatar as representative of her people and this is encouraging her to liberate herself from both her past and from that that sense of burden so 
I, I'm doing it to you, I'm assuming. Yeah, so it's a it's a call someone out. Um mm-hmm. so what this is going to be is uh Bean, Tori Michi's gonna shift their balance away from center. Okay. Um and then they are no, you roll. I always get it confused. You roll yep. with their principal. Um okay. so for this, you're pushing them more towards freedom, if I understand yep. correctly. All right, so you are going to roll uh, with minus two here. So just uh, 2d6 minus two. Okay. Um, Do I click down here? How do I do a manual roll? Uh, You got to do slash roll in chat. Ah, okay. Slash roll 2d6 minus two. Okay, a five. So, interestingly, um, since you didn't get a hit, what it's going to mean is that Salai, they... Let me read this correctly. Yeah, so Salai can demand of Torimichi that they act in accordance with one of your principles, Torimichi. So, mm-hmm. Torimichi, uh, your principles are excellence and community. So, Matthew and Salai, which of these two, excellence or community, would you be calling upon uh, Torimichi to follow here? I think it's going to be excellence, and the way that she's going to frame that is um, her jaw, like I said, sort of firms up there, and she looks at her with this, or at Lynn with this, um, or Torimichi with this piercing stare. You've spoken about flowing with the wind, about being moved by circumstance, the things that we feel around us, but in firebending, it's that inner flame the breath that enters us, that we control, we focus, and then project into the world that drives us. That's how we make our mark on the world. We don't obey, we impose. Then, if that is the correct philosophy, I tap the, the, the stick next to me, get this ribbon as I take an airbending stance. And unlike normally where my my stance is very sort of lax and not showing any intent, I go into a classic, you know, what the monks would do primarily. So it's clearly a martial arts stance. Of course, it's airbending, not firebending. If your ideology is correct, then it should be able to oppose its will on me. Take the ribbon. She is going to again attempt almost with the 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 curving but forceful gesticulations of firebending to force the air to obey her, if you will, as, as she would control fire. Um, and she is going to almost like be punching at the air. And there are these almost like gusts of warm air that begin like brushing through the uh, the grass around her uh, alongside the riverbank uh, but clearly that has no real effect and just a sense of frustration is going to overtake her it's building up and she's just going to continue with that motion almost with like the the dogged determination of uh well a wolf on a bone or of you know and uh yeah so she'll she'll sort of stay like that for a little while so Upon seeing that, 
what I'll do is, because I assume you're just like trying to push air, that's what you want to do. Sort of wave my hand back in the Tai Chi fashion. But when I get to the halfway point where I would swing back, it rapidly goes forward. I push once, but with my left hand, which was still, push again. The right hand goes past your head, distracting you. The second blast blasts into the water, splashing you. <clears throat> I'm glad that I took my robe off. That doesn't seem to be conducive to helping me. Well, like you said, if you could oppose your will, uh, will onto the world, I do not have to help you. I then do the motion again and slowly do it, only pushing a small breeze towards you. In a sort of like a wide, broad sweep, uh, she's going to like lash out and there's just like a, not really air, but it's just cut like rushing through the wind and uh, there's just a tiny little ripple on the water in front of her. Good, good. However, you're not catching it. You're just pushing it. I think it's and, appropriate at this yeah. moment that Matthew, I'm going to let you make the call here. Because I think, I think if I understand where you're going, there's two ways this can happen. Either <clears throat> Salai does burst and something wondrous and perhaps destructive happens. Or we could let this be a roll of the dice. And I'm going to let that be your call here. I think roll of the dice, absolutely. All right. So this is one of those things where there's not really a role for it in the base <laughs> rules because technically you're not supposed to be playing the avatar. You're not supposed to be, you know, learning all four elements as you were. We're, we're doing something a little special here. Um, so here's what I'm going to say. I think this is probably going to be the closest thing to push your luck. And that means that Salai will be rolling with passion here, which is a minus one. So you do have the option that you could live up to your principle and roll with roll a plus two instead, but you would have to mark a fatigue in order to do it. Yeah, I think that that frustration builds within her, and she, ironically enough, she does exactly the opposite of what uh, Tori Michi was trying to teach her, that she refocuses on the commitment that she has to her duty, the, the memories that she has of failure in the past that drove her uh, to strive to be the best avatar that she could in order to live up to the expectations of her people and also to to alleviate the suffering of others because that is her ultimate responsibility even if she doesn't quite understand the empathy that's needed to uh to to, to i guess ground that desire um and i will roll with roll okay make sure to mark fatigue sorry i'm having a few internet issues if i disappear um just carry on i'll try and get back Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, on a seven, uh, what I'm going to say then is you're going to do it, but it's going to cost you. And I think what that's going to be in terms of cost is. Ooh, how do I want to do this? How mean do I want to be, if mean at all? Be mean. Be mean? Okay. I think what's going to happen is you do do it and you do let out your for your very first time. You let out a blast of air. 
but if you'll permit me to do it, Torimichi, it's much like Salai did with Firebending and the Dragons. It's too powerful of a breath of a, a blast of air. Where Torimichi, you were actually pushed off the island and into the water yourself. Where the blast of air continues past you and into the forest again, and you hear the uh, the sudden cries of animals, you know, bits of alarm, you know, those uh, <laughs> those tiger deer packs that are apparently in the forest <laughs> make a bunch of noises. Um, you've definitely disturbed what is or what was a serene environment. And I will basically do a flip in the air and land almost like crouch kneeling with one hand to brace myself on the side of the air thing and unruffle my hair. And then I have this big beaming smile, like, you know, you've somebody's just scored a goal sort of thing. And I step up and go, that's how you do it. Come on, more of that, more. As then I will start just like, I will grab the uh, thing. But remember, this is your goal. And I will start just moving the, the stick around and just like sort of like actually actively dodging whatever whatever you're trying to swing at me. And I'm like clapping all the way and just trying to encourage whatever that was. And I think almost with a, a resigned sigh and a sense not exactly of satisfaction because there's still this tremendous lingering frustration at what amounts to another failure in many respects. Um, using that itself as a kind of motivation, um, Salai is going to try to more accurately emulate the flowing motions of, uh, of uh, Torimichi. All right. Well, that's going on. Let's go back and check in with Lin Zhao. So Lin Zhao, I have good news and I have bad news. Which would you like first? Uh, let's take the, let's take the good news. Well, the good news is that you're still safe in your tree. Yep, Lynn is just sort of crouched on this reasonably um, thick branch, I think. Um, just sort of sort of squatted down with her, her spear across her lap, and she's just sort of looking down at this pacing creature, and she's just, shoo! Just, <laughs> come on! Shoo, go! Well, that's the bad news, is that thanks to uh, Salai's efforts, there's now two tiger deer that are circling your tree. <laughs> Me and Salai are playing capture the flag, and you're just in mortal peril. We don't know about it because we think you're doing hard. But uh, as you are now dealing with two tiger deer, uh, you do hear some rustling from further along the branch you're sitting on. And when you look, you actually see that it's a small firehawk. Um, it looks to be in its youth, um, maybe maybe just a few months along, you know, just enough that it knows how to fly. Um, but what you notice is that instead of the blacks and reds that a firehawk would normally have, um, it's actually a bunch of white and blue instead. And it also has, uh, if I'm remembering firehawks correctly, they don't have tendrils uh, on their back feathers, but kind of their tail feathers are very elongated, almost like a peacock's in the way it trails behind the creature. So I think she'll obviously look at look at that it, on the same branch. This was sorry. Yes. Yes. 
sort of look look at that and sort of uh, sigh a bit. Just uh, what I, I suppose you're going to have a go at me now for being in your tree. And it just sort of cocks its head to the side at you. She just sort of sighs again. She says, all right, all right. And is just going to sort of look around the environment that she finds herself in. Um, And I'd like to assess the situation if I can. My my hope is that uh, I can see something that will help me get out of this situation. Gotcha. So, yeah, go ahead, and uh, I believe that is a roll with creativity. Also, Matthew, thank you. I was desperately trying to find a reference to hockey. So I guess they actually do have elongated. So to put a finer point on it, this one has even longer tail plumage than a normal firehawk. Okay. Um, there it is. That is a full hit. That's a 13. Wow. Uh, I'll let you ask me three questions. Uh, great. Okay. I think it's pretty clear what the biggest danger is and the biggest threat. Um, Remember, they can there... be any questions. They don't have uh, yeah, to be yeah, from, yeah. from the list. I'm just sort of... They're a good um, sort of like base for assessing, though, still. <laughs> um is there is there anything around me that I can use to distract or uh, drive off the uh, the tiger deer? Is there like a I don't know, like a, a beetle hornet nest or something like that up in a tree that in one of the other branches of another tree that I could get to or throw my spear at or something like that? Now that you mentioned it, yes, there actually is. There's a beetle hornet nest right over there. Hooray! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ling gets chased by the entirety of the forest. News of heaven. I suppose the next question is going to have to sort of lead on from that. Is it going to be easy for me to get over to it? And like, I say easy. Will it be possible for me to get over to it and and knock it out of the tree? Or is it the kind of thing I'm going to have to throw my spear? You're going to have to throw it. Yeah. Um... Is there anything else I should be, you know, there's, there's obviously two uh, of these tiger deer below me. Um, oh, hey, are they a male and female couple or are they, is there, you know, is there, I'm, I'm kind of driving out here. Is there, you know, could I be looking on the lookout now for like a, uh, like a, a fawn effectively, a fawn cub or whatever we're going to call it. Like they're trying to protect, which might explain why they're being so aggressive. I like that train of thought. I'm just trying to think about how to explain it. Mm-hmm. So yes, actually what I'm going to say then is as you sort of assess the situation and no, not only notice the hornet uh, bee nest and all that, you do notice that in one of the trees, maybe about five to 10 meters along, um, there is kind of, I forget what it's actually called, but it's, I think a grotto is the word I want to use here, um, where underneath the roots of the tree, there's kind of just the space and if you look, there is a small tiger deer cub that uh, is inside this little nest area. And I think Lynn is, yeah, she's going to look up, clock the, 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 the beetle hornet nest. She's going to sort of look around, look down at the two circling um, uh, tiger deer. And then she's going to clock the uh, the grotto that you mentioned. Like, 
Oh. And she's going to sort of look at the hawk, um, the fire hawk, and sort of say, uh, I'm, I'm in more trouble than I thought. Well, you did come into my forest uninvited. And that's something... <laughs> that is going to be enough to almost, like, make her um, jump, like, in, like, surprise, out, you know, enough that uh, she almost falls off of the uh, the branch and just manages to catch her balance. Oh, uh, um... Hi. Hello. I... Your forest, right? Okay. Um, very sorry about that. That that uh, we uh, we didn't know. Oh, I it's didn't quite know. all right. You're actually making less of a scene than your companions. <laughs> Is that what that was? Okay, yeah. That. Mm, um, I'm sorry about them. They mean well. Well, one of them's I mean, the Avatar. Of course, they. Well, mean. I was I was about to say yeah. One is the Avatar. You know. Um, bridge to the spirit world and all of that um you're not gonna you're you're fine that i'm here well she sort of i'm says kind of curious about whether or not you're going to be tiger deer dinner but uh-huh uh-huh yeah good okay but you're not going to i don't know use your spirit powers to blast me out of the tree into you know their antlers or something no, but that does sound like fun. No, no, it doesn't. It's bad. It it ends badly for I'm just everyone involved. With you. But it's fun to okay. mess with you. Guys. <laughs> I actually okay. came to clarify something that I heard you talking about earlier that this place just wasn't was, or that it was spiritually influenced. Oh, you heard that. I didn't mean anything like to offend you. It was just this place is, and she's kind of just completely forgotten her situation for a moment just like you know this place is it's beautiful like i i've been i've been all over not all over but i've been to like a, a large part of the fire islands and i've never seen anywhere that is that that looks like this that that is this and she uses the word again just this is beautiful i i'm i'm in awe of it and and i'm and i'm rambling and i'm sorry and um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be quiet now, and I'm sorry. You're perfectly okay. I'm actually quite proud of my work. This isn't spiritual growth at all. This is me collecting seeds from across your world and bringing them to, to this location and mixing them together to create the forest you see around you. I guess that means technically it's spiritually influenced because I moved the seeds here and made sure they grew, but this is entirely natural. Oh, I, d I don't know why, but that makes me feel better about it. Is it because um, it means that more places like it can exist? I mean, I, I I think it's more that just, yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Like, yeah, you may have brought the seeds here, but clearly they're flourishing. I'm, I didn't think anything really grew in the firelands in the fire islands anywhere other than you know the 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 sort of dead trees and shrubs that we see out just outside of your forest really um wow well maybe you could think of it this way that 
With a little bit of effort and a little bit of stepping outside your comfort zone, you can make things like this happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I couldn't. Um, not Why like not? this. I'm, I mean, I, I'm not a spirit. I'm not good at things like this, like cultivating growth and... Uh, Anyone no. can be a gardener. I, I mean, I guess, but I mean, that's that's in the same vein as saying, you know, anyone can do anything, but it doesn't make it true. And actually what it does is it kind of preens itself or it goes under one of its wings. But instead of pulling out a feather, it pulls out a copy of one of your charcoal drawings and it shows it to you. I managed to rescue this when you were going to burn it. It's actually I quite I good. Uh, it's not, though. Look at that. Like, th there's that smudge there of my my hand across the... No, it, it... Why do you have that? Please, please, please get rid of that. It's so bad. I have, I have but others. I like there, but... And you can see that she's sort of... This is ruminating, like, I don't want to offend a spirit here, but like, oh, I, that's... I don't like that they like that that's that's bad but like um this is like somebody looking through your sketchbook at you know like a family dinner and being like oh so you do this do you it's like uh yeah um i i i i mean you you can you can keep that if you if you want but but i I know, you want to burn it. I can tell. Oh, I so want to burn that. It's not good. I, I mean, I don't think it's good. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that, that you think it's good, but I, I don't think it's good. Well, I see this as like a seed. I think with time and with effort, you could make something even better. I mean, I guess that's that's kind of... That's 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 kind of reassuring, I guess. I was seeing it as just not good, as as a as something I did wrong, as as just it's so bad. Are you sure you want that one? I have others that are not not better, but not not as bad as that one. No, I think I'll add this one to my seed collection. And it once again preens itself and the paper slips away into its wings not to be oh, seen again. And and the sort of the sort of reaching for it and it's okay. Um Yeah, I mean <laughs> Um okay. Your friends are making quite the racket, by the way. And this is where we'll shift back to Salai and Torimichi. <laughs> where at this point, uh, Salai, you've been able to replicate those big blasts of air, but you haven't been able to refine it quite yet. So, and I seem to be just jumping side to side, either pushing the air uh, away from myself or just completely dodging it entirely, just clapping and just seem to be making a game of this rather than seriously fighting you encouraging you but it seems like this more of a enjoyment rather than a serious training session and probably as a slight laugh escapes you at one point uh salai goes rigid she stops airbending for a moment and then 
folds her arms and says, you know, I would like to see you try to firebend and allow okay. me to mock you for your efforts. Okay. I think that would be very I wrestle into my, appropriate. I wrestle into, my, I wrestle into my backpack. I get out a lantern. I get out some oil. I set some oil into the thing. I take off the glass thing. I turn on the little light thing and what I'll do is I will push the air and flip the air around, push the flame into the oil and then push it so it, you know, goes over the, the water a bit and just push that into the general direction. Not aiming at Salai, but I'm going to fire bent. So basically wind, uh, air bend the oil that's carrying yeah. the fire. Yeah, okay. I see what you're doing. I, I think that needs to be a rely on his skills and training. Yeah. Think, yeah, and you know what? Let's, let's, let's see a spectacular failure of like a two because the spirit... Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I believe curious. in Tori Michi. I think Tori Michi, you can do this. Uh, okay. Go ahead and give me a... Give me a... Oh, do I make it a focus or a push or lock? Let's make it a focus. Oh. Go ahead and roll with focus. Did did you move my excellence? Just I did, yes, because that was part of um, calling someone out. Oh, okay then. Fair enough. Um, what skill is it again now, sorry? Uh, it is going to be with focus, so you actually have a plus focus. two on this one. All right. <laughs> yeah, they do it. They actually do it quite well. I mean, it's and... not like a beautiful fire whip that you would use at traditional firebending, but it's at least recognizable as moving fire from one place to another in a graceful fashion. In fact, if I had more time, uh, there's a display of my people that use the different elements with airbending to put on a dance. Would you like to see it? And... Watching as that sort of fire dissipates out over the water, she sighs, and there's a slight chuckle as she kind of deflates. No, uh, maybe, maybe one day, but um, mm -hmm. for right now. And she kind of makes a, a strange gesture with her entire body as if she's attempting to emulate one of those full body motions of the uh, the kind of quasi tai chi that you were doing earlier i think I, I think i'd like you to show me how to be a little bit more gentle with yeah. my motions and i throw you the stick while you're like halfway through the motion you win by the way The entire objective was to get the ribbon. However, you never let cross the river. Then didn't I fail? Yes, but you did learn something, so I'm going to give it to you. You know, the sort of smug provincialist arrogance is more in keeping with the Fire Nation, so I think you may have been culturally corrupted by us, she says as she sort of like plants the, the stick down onto the ground. I just like to think it of you've taken a first step. I really didn't respond to my observation, but very well. I don't. She it. just like holds the stick out and drops it. I will then come over and then I will go through the motions of some basic airbending stances. And awkwardly, uh, she's going to attempt to emulate them. While doing that, let's go back to Lin Zhao. At this point, the uh, spirit has said, 
And that's why some things are and some things are not. Uh, uh, sure. I, 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 I think I get what you're saying. Um... Oh, look, there's a third tiger deer now. <laughs> we just think Lynn's having a relaxing tea and drawing a picture and we're too too muddled into our own thing to realize you're I feel like it's kind of at this point that, that Lynn does look down again and go, oh, oh right, yes. I was in peril. Um I don't suppose you could do anything about this? I could make a really loud noise that would scare them away. I mean, I could do that, but I I feel like that. I mean, mm, there's yes, but I could do it so it. that they would actually run. That you might actually attract more. I mean, fair. Um, but I have a price. Oh, okay. Um, I want you to sketch me, and it produces paper and charcoal for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French birds. Uh, <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh no no no! You 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 don't you don't want that because um. She's sort of just running her hand back through her hair. Um, I mean, look at you. You're you're magnificent and 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 all glowy and 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 just 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 marvelous to look at. And and I'm I'm not going to do you justice. Um, uh, like at all. Like no. <clears throat> And she kind of is like toy. You can see like her thinking about whether she wants to say this or not. <clears throat> Could I owe you a picture of no, you? No, it has to be done right now. I. <laughs> I was going to say when I get better, but okay. Um, and she looks down again to see if the tiger deer no have multiplied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she sort of, she sort of, yeah, that 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 tracks. Okay. Um, uh, oh, blast it. Um, okay. Yeah. If you can, I mean, I I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to hurt the little one that they've got. I just want them to go away. Um, what happened? Okay. Then, and she sort of. Balances, balancing her her spear across her lap, she just sort of holds her hands out for the 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 parchment and the the charcoal. Okay. Now again, since I asked the others earlier, you get the same option. Would you like to narratively declare what you draw, or would you like to roll for it? I I think I'm going to narratively declare because there's too much of a risk that she does a good mm -hmm. picture, and I don't think she's there yet. Okay. But I I think what she will do is she will take this so much more seriously than than she has her landscapes previously. Um, so she's sort of going to 
settle herself a bit more securely onto the the branch, just sort of sitting, dangling her legs down, still hopefully out of reach of the tiger deer. Mm -hmm. Um, Her spear still laid across her lap, so she's fully balanced. Everything is fine. She's not going to drop anything. And she just takes the the um the parchment and the charcoal and she sort of looks at uh, at the firehawk and um could could you fly up there because i i think like the light and everything i'd, I'd get a better view of you if you were up there and it flies over to the little branch you've indicated and she sort of moves sort of backwards and forwards like yeah okay and then she sort of just sort of scoots herself along the branch a little bit more towards the trunk. Yeah, okay, that's good. Um, okay, and she sort of licks her thumb, rubs it against the charcoal, and just sort of starts, like, looking up occasionally, just starts sort of sketching out the rough shape of this firehawk. And it takes maybe, let's say, 10 or 15 minutes of... of of properly trying to sketch this out, um, getting the you know the the arc of the branch that it's standing on, the the curl of the 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 tail bits underneath, you know, all of these bits that she's trying her hardest to focus on. It looks terrible, not not terrible like her landscapes do, but it is not it is not great. But it is strangely something she's taking a lot of pride in, and I think that is that is showing. You know, she's putting effort in and trying her hardest. And I think she will get to the end of it and she will look at it and go, I, I told you this wouldn't be good. Um, I mean, it, and, it, and it's not, but I mean, and she sort of holds it out towards the, towards the spirit spirit flies over and it gets closer to you and it kind of does that bird thing where it cocks its head to the side like three different ways as it looks at it and goes this is very pretty I will take that from you now and with a sweep of its wings it again disappears into spirit space maybe one day when you've improved you could come back and you could draw it again I I mean I would I would love to um, I mean if we could do that without the tiger deer that would be ideal but um... what tiger deer <laughs> and she looks down (laughs) uh yeah she uh she looks down and goes oh okay um, how long have they been gone? Ten minutes. Oh. Um, okay. Um. Well, the point stands. If 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 we if we could do this again without the 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 tiger deer being present and, um, you know, forcing me up a tree, then you know maybe I'll have like a proper surface to like. Yes, I'd be glad to come back and do it for you again. Wonderful. Would you like me to take you to your friends? Oh, um, yes. Yes, that'd be great. Thank you. Are they still... And she sort of cocks her 
cocks her head a little bit herself and just says, are they still making a racket? No, they've moved on to gentler forms, thankfully enough. Oh. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, I guess she sort of drops down out of the tree and starts following the, the hawk. Um, I never got your name. I don't have a name. Oh. And she continues walking, just sort of using her spear as a walk, almost like a walking stick as she's trudging through the, the, the forest then. All right. Let's go back to Salai and Torimichi. And uh, Lynn, you can enter in at a dramatically appropriate time. But yeah, uh, at this point, uh, Salai, you are, again, not an airbending master by any means. But uh, with a little bit more work, you're at least not causing those disturbing blasts anymore. So that's a good thing. So, especially with me pushed to excellence, I do teach you a move, but then I get very distracted as then I start focusing on my training as well. So every single time you like come to me to like show me something, I then quickly move to a more advanced one, not instinctively, um, sorry, instinctively, not even realizing I'm doing it. Because this just seems to be some sort of something's twicked over into Toyomiji's head, where she's the jovialness is gone, and she's just gone into this like almost regimented training mindset. So when you break her out of it, she will give you advice, positioning on stance and other such things. But one of the things she has set up is like six sticks with a leaf in the center, and she's trying to knock the um, the the leaf off the center without knocking and uh, knocking any of the sticks about. So like quite precisely using air bending to do what she wants. Actually, I'll have it so that I like try to get the the leaf to hover in the air, in between these sticks. But as soon as you're like, you know, not asking her for any advice, she immediately goes back to this and sort of like laser focus. And I think that um, Salai is going to go to you several times and the interval between each request for assistance is going to grow slightly larger until she sort of stops what she's doing in her own practice and then kneels down on the ground a little ways away from you and starts watching and i have not even i've twigged that you've like stopped practicing i just seem to be solely dedicated onto this like sort of this like I'm moving as little as possible, but it's just enough airflow for this um, leaf to stay like helicoptering in like between these sticks. And the sticks themselves aren't moving, but whenever they do move, I seem to like grimace, go over, move the sticks back to where they were, and then go back to my stance and, you know, like how the, you know, like how the little like avatar trick with like the spinning beads is sort of like that, but from a distance. And then after one of those attempts, as you sort of resettle yourself and begin to attempt again, um, Salai will interject, you know, your breathing is a little bit irregular. Big, big, big breath, big, um, breath in, breath out. I get this like this when I focus too much. That seems counterintuitive and counterproductive. Strangely, it relaxes me. Hyperventilating? <laughs> That's certainly what it sounds like. <laughs> Straining my breath so that my, l- my lungs are able to go longer without breathing. 
that is entirely counterintuitive with respect to firebending. The even, steady drumbeat of the breathing, like the, the beat of the sun. When there is no air inside you, you can only fear the air outside of you. At that point, you are a breather, a breathe out. And then what I do is I try to do the suction technique, which I've only got learnt. So basically pulling the the leaf out of the um out of the little like trap I've made of it mm-hmm. and pulling it to my hand. But you notice that even though I'm able to get the leaf to my hand, the sticks are like moved to left and right and like the 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 the, the training dummy I've used is basically disrupted. And I sort of like and you know, like a ticking noise with my mouth, and I go back to setting the sticks and putting the leaf back. This is one I did not master when I left my tribe. Well, I wish that I could help you as you've helped me. But if, as you say, you have to evacuate yourself of breath, oh, no, sorry. Of life literally in Bean's case yes uh so I suppose that's probably a good time for uh Lynn probably to return yeah so Lynn this is probably when you walk in uh yeah so um yeah just uh just sort of uh, moving some underbrush aside and just sort of walking into this this area where they're training um Sorry about that. Lynn's just going to just appear, and uh, I, it's with the firehawk with her, or it just sort of it does one of those things where it flies out across the river, and it doesn't stop to say hello to the avatar or anything, but it just kind of flies upriver, and then it banks into the trees and disappears. And I don't even twig you there as I go back to my training. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me. I will. I will do a nod. Maybe one day you'll be able to assist me. But for now, I am glad that I was able to aid you. And Lynn's just going to sort of make her way over, avoiding, um, you know, where Torimichi is doing whatever training she's doing. Uh, just sort of make her way over to Salai and just sort of stand, you know, slightly apart, but just plant her spear again in the in the ground. Did you have a productive excursion into the woods? I made a friend. So, I mean, I think I did. Is that a kind of euphemism for something that you drew and you are personifying it or anthropomorphizing it? Yes, maybe. Okay, so it's 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 complicated. I'll, I'll it was a spirit, I think it, it was, in fact, um, and uh, and and yeah, they 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 had me draw them, and then they led me back to you guys. So I think I made a friend. <clears throat> uh- happy to hear it. 
Also, these 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 woods are full of tiger deer, so you know, be careful. But they frighten so easily. Why would we have to be afraid of them? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, who 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 would who who would uh, who would have trouble with tiger deer, right? Um, a tiger deer upriver hops out of the forest and just causes a big old splash, and then it looks at all three of you like literally deer startles lights. itself. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps I, we should leave before we disrupt them any further. Not even paying attention, focused on training. Did you guys find your adventure? Because I, I guess I found mine. I think that largely depends on your definition of adventure. Um, you know, mild peril. Um, Would uh, mild frustration count? Uh, well, it, it, it might have. Were you going to set fire? To then there was a you? tremendous adventure. Yes, right. <laughs> in both respects. Okay. Um, and she's just sort of looking sort of wistfully around the the, the, the forest again at all of the, the leaves and the colours that are all around. I really like this place. Quite frankly, it's associated with some negative memories for me, so I'd like to depart as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, I, I like n not even, you know, fully focusing. Uh, are we leaving? I will continue back with my training. I, I think we're leaving. Oh, okay then. Um, I, I gather my things, pack my stuff. I like start like rustling all of the stuff I've just, you know, left around the forest, the ribbons and stuff, and just carry them into a backpack. Hmm. And I guess as they're oh, go ahead. as they're walking out of the forest. Um, Salai is just going to say to, uh, to Torimichi, you know, you are perhaps the most stiff-necked airbender, not that I've met many <laughs> airbenders, that I've ever encountered. Oh, you should try to go on to the monasteries. Trust me, they're all about their, their way of life and philosophy. I'm just more used to, more used to people like you, and I'll give you a nudge. And she mutters under her breath, hope, hopefully, uh, outside of the range of Tori she's hearing as she walks off. I've never met anyone like me. <laughs> oh no, we've hit I'm not like other girls. <laughs> Had to happen eventually. Um, but the final thing we'll see is that as you leave the forest, uh, you do see a Kemi did come to the forest as per the earlier whistle. And uh, they may or may not have caught a tiger deer for you all to have for dinner tonight. See? I told you they weren't that dangerous. Um, they, 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 they either attack or they, they, they run away. So it's like a coin flip. I mean, I didn't say I was... It's... All I said was they were here. I mean, it's not like I got caught up at tree or anything it's not like not like i had to you know shut up and she sort of goes <laughs> off to the <laughs> i think you, i think you stepped on a twig there uh 
All right. And with that, I think that is an excellent moment to call session three to an end. So, yeah, I actually really liked that one. We had a lot of teaching moments. We had those avatar moments, which I really love. And they came naturally. You know, it's always one of those things where people wonder, how do you get the avatar moments? And honestly, as long as you invest in the role play and each other, they tend to come naturally. So well done indeed. Um, before we sign off, though, we have growth to handle. Um, so interestingly, I think you didn't really learn anything super challenging, exciting, or complicated about the world. So nothing nah. there. Uh, did you guide a companion towards balance or end the session at your center? I think everybody is off center. Let me just double check. <laughs> Pushed uh, me towards excellent. How dare you? Yeah. So I think no there. Uh, did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem? No, nothing there. Uh, Lin Zhao, you didn't learn anything about your lineage. So nothing there. Nope. What about uh, us as a community dealing with the emotional trauma of last week? No. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me see. Uh, Salai, did you accomplish a feat worthy of your burden and tradition? No. I, I'm thinking no, yeah. I mean, you did kind of make progress with airbending, but not like worthy of the avatar, if that makes sense. Agreed. Uh, and then Tori Michi, your growth question is, did you express gratitude to a companion for their presence, support, or teaching? Actually, yes, I would say you did. Yeah. So you're going to grow up there. We get one growth point between all of us. Let's go. I can share it out. I was going to say, I don't think you can. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, before I sign off, I do want to give people a peek at the schedule. Um, we will be off the 17th and the 24th. We might be playing the 31st. We will be playing it by ear. But the hope is that starting January 7th, we will be back to weekly knock on wood scheduling gods. Please don't kill us. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. YouTube, this is where we're going to say goodbye, but twist it around. But YouTube, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.